Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing a podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Roots, our podcast. What? Our what? Podcast? (laughs) Our podcast, Dwayne. Sorry, What's your she, name? She's got a little bit of stage fright. <laughs> well, it's the first time you let me go first. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal for you. Hey, Giving welcome to Roots, rain. The Unseen Life. <laughs> this is the real intro. The fake one by my wife, yeah. but here's the real one. Sorry if you didn't understand here. I want to welcome you personally to The Roots, The Unseen Life. It's our podcast that we do between Dwayne and Jennifer Roberts, <laughs> talking about things under the surface. Is that right, Jen? Yeah, that's right, sweetie. You're so good. welcome. It's great to have you guys with us today. Oh my goodness. For those of you that are watching by video, I don't want to draw a lot of attention to my hat, but a little bit. Okay. Do I look Cuban? Cuban? Yeah. No. Good. Okay. Well, it's not like I don't like the Cubans. Okay, now we it's, hate Cubans. No, it's not Good that. One, no, you're you're misinterpreting my Well, this is the day we live in. <laughs> no. Is somebody said I look Cuban when I wear this hat, so hey, Fidel. So we're in, you know, many of you know we as most of you know, we live in Denver. And, um, which is not an area near Cuba. Correct. But we're entering into the season of what, what we call in English fall. And, (laughs) and, and with that, um, I'm finding myself getting more and more chilled just due to my lack of hair. I'm just more curious about what other language would they, um, would, would fall be like, can you can you say it in <laughs> language? Go ahead in English. But what about another language, sweetie? Go ahead. Well, yeah. Let's okay, just never leave mind. You've been cold, haven't you? I've yeah, been go cold. on. Okay. Brain freeze. So, um, we want to talk today about the Bible. Um, we're Christian. We believe in the Word of God. That's good. So we're going to talk about scriptures today, and the and actually the importance and the power of the Word of God. And so, giving you a little bit of my personal testimony. First of all, I grew up in a in a kind of a fairly Pentecostal church. And so there was a heavy emphasis on experience. And, um, and so I'm very grateful for those roots of mine um, and my growth. Jennifer didn't know God at a young age, so she can't relate to the depth that I have. Mm. <laughs> Go on. But um, I'm very grateful for my roots in that. It really, you know, drew me to the Lord. I Created think. a hunger cr- inside Absolutely. Of and and then but it wasn't really until my late 20s actually and then into my 30s where i was in a in a church and in a ministry that had a deep love for the word of god yeah plus a history of encounters with the spirit right and so and that was at the international house of prayer in kansas city and so that ministry that church massively shaped me in the, my love for the Word of God yeah. and my love for the truths of God that come through the Word. It, it, it's radical. It's, it's mm-hmm. so transformed me and changed me. And you stop being so flaky. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you, Jennifer, for your encouragement. You're welcome, sweetie. Um, and so I just want to first just highlight Psalm chapter 1 and the importance of it. Oh, wait, um, disclaimer, our dog, oh, oh there she is, oh, our dog's here again. Oh, gosh. So she's just echoing. I, I, I feel like when she barks, it's more like an amen. <laughs> so let's just hear it that way. So she's gotten into this really bad habit of when she wants attention, she barks, and when you don't give it to her, she barks louder. So I'm guessing we're going to have quite a time today. But Psalm chapter 1, 
the writer of this psalm, it, he makes some really, you know, pretty amazing statements, and we'll get to them, but blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. And so he goes, there's a blessing that comes when you do not go to get your life source from those that don't follow God. So the ungodly, the sinner, and the scornful. Mm-hmm. And he goes, do not go to this group of people to get your to get life. Uh-huh. Can you agree with that so far, Jen? So far, so good, babe. I'll okay. correct you when you mess up. Okay. And then I love this next phrase, but his delight. Mm-hmm. And so this individual has cultivated his inward life that there's actually when he turns to the law of the Lord it says but his delight is in the law of the Lord Mm -hmm. and so how do you get to that place where you delight Mm -hmm. in the law of the Lord Mm -hmm. and so I would answer that by saying um, what my journey was is experience and passion for the Lord Mm -hmm. and I, I really cultivated my heart of worship and I really cultivated my love for the Lord. Yeah. And when I, when I was introduced to the Bible that was practical, to the Bible that I understood, yeah. I delighted in yeah. the Word of God. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say to that? No, or? well, your words are a gift, as always. No, that's so good. To me, there's the way that I strengthen myself in the Lord is when I read <clears throat> the Word and I apply it. Yeah. And there's something so refreshing about that. And when I was a brand new believer, I remember my youth group leader told me that the Bible doesn't contradict itself and that God doesn't contradict his word. So I think we mentioned that when we're talking about listening to the spirit, you know, God isn't going to contradict himself, you know, say something to you and you interpret it to, you know, go against the Bible. Of course, that's not the Lord. Right. But there are words of life in the Bible. And even, I mean, this is just a random thought, but even just reading it, and there are times I read it and I'm actually not, you know, it, it's not blowing my mind. You know what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. there's those oh, times many, you read the Bible. Most of the time, many right, times. It's, and it's not blowing your mind. Right. But there's still a sense of pleasure in it. Yes. I, and yeah. I remember when, even after we moved to Brazil, um, Chloe was doing her Facebook post. Oh, that post. kid drives me crazy. <laughs> doing her, fo- her Facebook post called Describe God, where every day she would write an attribute of God and then a scripture that went with it. Yep. And the reason she started doing that was it got her out of herself. And because we just transitioned to moving to Brazil, you're lonely, you're a foreigner, you know, she wasn't speaking the language quite yet. So there's so many things about that. And I remember watching her at 13 years old make choice by choice by choice every day. And then she would come out and say, I feel better now. Mm. There was something about getting rooted and grounded and anchored in the word that made even a 13-year-old as they moved to another nation, it created a stability in her life that didn't come from us. It didn't come from you know, watching TV shows, it came from reading the word and saying it out loud. Well, that's this, that's the next phrase, but his his delight is in the law of the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
and is his law he meditates day and night yeah so there is this slow dialogue with the bible yeah and the meditation and praying and talking through the word right and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season whose leaf shall not wither and this is the phrase and whatever he does shall prosper and so that's what you just said about Chloe. So there was that place of at 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, she chooses to go to the word. Yeah. And there was that stabilizing life-giving place of, yeah. of, 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 of the word. And that's part to me where I, I want us just to take a moment and focus that. So the inference is if you don't do this, you don't have a root system right. if you don't do if you're not in the word the inferences is, is is pretty i mean I've, there's verses that come you'll be like the wind yeah tossed to and fro you don't know what to believe yeah you know i was even as i was driving home just thinking about what we're going to talk about today um you know the counterfeit individuals the reason you know counterfeit is because you know the real thing yeah and deception is filling the airwaves right now. You're going to be tossed to and fro. But when you have the word, you've meditated in truth, you've prayed truth over your heart. Yeah. You now have substance to build your life upon. Right. And so um, let's just go to some some verses that that you've prayed, that I've prayed, that we've all prayed, mm -hmm. and and just talk through them a little bit. Yeah. That's a great idea. Jen, where would you like to start? You know, because I don't, I want to keep your attention. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> in order to keep my attention, um, let, let's go to, um, I don't know, Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. Yeah, I was going to say Ephesians 3, but I, we can go with what you want. Okay, good. Okay. So one of the things that, that was just new to me and new to my, my walk with the Lord was actually praying the Bible. Right. And it, it, it sounds to me now like so like of obvious. obvious, right? but it was, I'd never done it before. Uh -huh. And when we went into the IHOP, it was revolutionary to me. And that's what brought so much like, oh my gosh. Right, right. And so um, I'll read it and then you, you jump off it. So I'm going to read, just quickly read um, verse uh Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, I do not, to cease, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mentioning of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Mm -hmm. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe and according to the working of his mighty power. Yeah, it's powerful. It is. I remember, um, I memorized this verse when I was in high school. Okay. Um, and I so you're more mature than me. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> um, and, but I memorized it in um, the New International Version. Okay. So you just read it from the New King James Version. And so the first in, and it, it's in, in essence, same thing, but in the New International Version, um, Paul, oh, there she is. She's amen. And um, Paul says, I keep asking. Mm. And, and that just struck me, even as a teenager, 
the, the keep asking aspect of come again and again and again and keep asking this. Yes. And so I did. I kept asking. So I do not cease. Right. Okay. So same thing. Yep. Um, I keep asking. And um, I think there's that the level of persistence of continually asking is really beautiful to God. Amen. And so, I mean, I just, that's just a side point, but that's just the first thing that strikes me. Yep. Um, so. That the Father, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Mm-hmm. I love that phrase, the Father of glory. Charlie, no. Right. So, sorry guys. This oh, is. she's now in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you watching, here, here's our dog and she's. Well, she out of control home alone for hours for hours today. today and now she wants to play catch and so this is the journey we're going to have so i'm going to throw this toy and um, our production team in the back is going to keep on playing with her production team i.e chloe good job chloe so the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him mm-hmm. and so i love this first of all he's focusing his intercession towards the father yeah and then the second point to me is Paul saying there is a veil over the heart of the mysteries and the knowledge of God. And it is the spirit of revelation. So it is, I believe, the Holy Spirit that reveals. Yeah. That, and then I love this phrase. I've prayed this so many times that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. Right. And you know when they get enlightened. It's like that the switch comes on in your inner man revelation or understanding hits your heart when you're reading the word or an aspect of God. We've all had those aha moments and this is praying for an aha moment that marks you. And, and when you have that moment, then that's your new, um, your new floor. Yes. And I love that. So this is God's will to do that in our lives. Absolutely. And so when I just jumping off of Jennifer there, when you pray the word of God over your life or you pray it for your family, neighbors, church, whatever, you can have so much faith and confidence. Yeah. Like I, I am coming without a, a, a question yeah. of doubt that I am talking to God. Right. on your behalf and I know he's he wants to answer this because it's been endorsed by the spirit yeah. but that the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him and so it's in the knowledge of Jesus mm-hmm. and that your eyes would be an enlightened and so I I could sit and pray this for a really long time because the unending beauty the leadership, the tenderness, the kindness, the power of, that is all um, in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Paul is praying that the church at Ephesus would n- be enlightened. That they, yeah. their eyes, the dullness on their spirit, the apathy in their lives would be turned around and awakened because the spirit of revelation, the truth that the Holy Spirit has brought, has, has awakened us, has yeah. stirred us. We see... So I always think of like the Apostle John in, in, in Revelation chapter 1 and what he beheld, he saw in Jesus yeah. and it overwhelmed him and he fell as a dead man. I'm thinking what Paul saw, I want to see. Yeah. Show me, yeah. open up my understanding, set my heart and my emotions in, in truth so that I could fall in love and more and more with, with the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I mean, I think you hit it, Dwayne. 
God <clears throat> wants to answer this prayer. Yes. And I think so often we, or I've, yeah, I've just seen it time and time again. People are like, if it be your will, Lord. Yes. Or, oh, 100%. what's the Lord's will? Well, 100%. here's the Lord's will. Yes, This is, is what he wants to do. It is the Lord's will. And when you approach it, knowing that he wants to answer this, it puts faith inside of you and an anticipation and excitement mm -hmm. of, of his answer. And then... And now then, she's chewing on you. Yeah. And now the next phrase, the hope of his calling. Yeah. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints yeah. so that 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 you may know the hope mm -hmm. of his calling mm -hmm. this is an unbelievably vast topic yeah. what have you been called into and what in you are meant to find great hope in that in your life and right. that's the part for me the hope of his calling it is the vastness of being called into the family of God, mm -hmm. into an eternal kingdom, life forever, life eternal, life that has no ending, yeah. and the fullness of what we all of creation is going towards is this Father dwelling with man again. There, I mean, the yeah. hope that I find in being called as a child of God, as a as a yeah. as the bride of Christ. This yeah. is just a deep topic. It's so deep, and it's it's the fullness of and he's going i'm praying that, that you would understand the hope of this calling mm -hmm. that you've been called into mm -hmm. and that it would be that transformative revelation of who i am and what i'm a part of yeah. and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and so that that idea that the father has given us the inheritance of Christ. She's really, oh my she's really gosh. digging in, babe. Guys, <laughs> that's a movie reference. <laughs> I apologize if you don't know that reference. That, that's this is obnoxious. It is, but this is hey. Here's real life. If we can model real life here, you know how many times are is, is your prayer life interrupted by your children or whatever? So or we're just your, this is real or life. By your here. dumb dogs. So. <laughs> hey, hey, be nice about the baby girl. Um, okay. And the and, and the fact that we are his inheritance. Yes. That's mind blowing. I mean, it gives me, gives you, gives everyone listening that's put their faith in Christ, um, that unbelievable, um, what would I say, value, human dignity, dignity yeah. that is given to the life of an individual. That this, I, I am his inheritance. Yeah. This, I. I am yeah. his reward. Yeah. Like he fought for me at the cross and his inheritance from the father is Dwayne. It's crazy. It gives me such value. Yeah. And the fact that he's the God that has no need. Yes. But he's filled with desire. Yes. It's not like he's God's lonely. Oh, sad and lonely. No, there's fullness of joy in the Trinity. Yes. But yet. He desires us. Being desired and needed is a very different thing. Yes. Desire, being desired is icing on the cake. You yes. know what I mean? It's beautiful. And Go so on. in praying this over your heart, in praying this over your lives, mm -hmm. you're praying this that that it would take root. Yeah. That these things would 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 find their way. And so in meditating in Psalm one, meditating in the word, I want to tell you what what begins to happen is that your prayers no longer are driven by, God, I need to know if I should take this job. 
God, make my life happy. It, 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 it radically shifts yes. your prayer life. It radically shifts your communion with the Lord is yeah. when you use the word of God to pray it. Yeah. Um, so we're take we're going slow here. I got, cause we want to hit two other verses still. Um, what is the exceeding verse 19? What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? And I remember this was so revolutionary mm-hmm. when I started to pray this in the early days of IHOP. Mm-hmm. And I, I got such a revelation of his power that is towards me. And I would pray this, oh, let me know and experience your great power that is towards us who believe. That power yeah. of your emotions, that power of your strength. Um, miracle working power but not limited to that the power of god that is focused on me and it's 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 staggering staggering. and go on i'm sorry well i'm just saying that what you're getting from us in this conversation today is we've prayed this prayer many times and there's so there's truths in it there's depths in it for our hearts Uh and so you might go I don't want you to be discouraged and go, well, Dwayne, when I read that, I don't even quite understand what the hope of his calling is, where the riches of the glorious inheritance. And I'm going, that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just start um, by praying the word over your heart. Yeah. And, and, and revelation will come. And I sit there. And sit there. Because yeah. I'm telling you, I didn't understand half the time right. what I was praying. Right. And it's, I'd just skip parts that I didn't, didn't understand. Right. And I, I, even a practical tip is rewriting that prayer in your own language, beginning to break down phrase by phrase, what does this mean? All yes. of that's super helpful to get that in your own language. But, you know, the understanding the greatness of his power that's towards us, I, I just think that's a staggering phrase yeah. that the God that spoke and creation came into being he pours out his power towards us. Yes. That's powerful. It's, it's, yes. And, and to think about, I mean, I think about the persecuted church. You know, there's often it's a fragmented group of people. They've been isolated. They can't meet in large groups. I mean, they're scattered all over a city. Well, God's power is toward them. Yes. And they're not alone and they're not outcast and, and, and that Jesus declares about himself that he is an intercessor mm-hmm. and that he's praying for me and he's praying for you. And I just, ah, oh, I mean, I want to understand more of the identity of Jesus as an intercessor. Yes. I mean, that, and then we get invited into the place of prayer. What a privilege. And then we get to learn from him. So I don't know. That's good stuff, Dwayne. We could go all day on this. Okay, let's go. Um, Let's go to another prayer, shall we? Yeah. Let's go to just stay in the same book, Ephesians chapter 3. Okay. Um, so this is the same letter that Paul wrote. Uh-huh. And and uh, let me start in verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's so much theology in Paul's prayers. Uh-huh. That's why I believe it's smart to pray them so from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Okay. And here's what I believe you can do when you're praying the word over yourself. He you go from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So just pause there and just go, Father, I belong to eternal family. Mm-hmm. 
and actually the origin of my family is in heaven from whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named like you have a name that is spoken over me and I belong yeah that's good I belong and just pray that over yourself mm-hmm. that you he might grant you according to the riches of his glory. There's that statement again about his glory. So that richness that that richness that is found in God, Mm -hmm. you have unending um, reservoirs of glory, of, of grace, of who you are, so that he would grant you according to your great glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. And so just take and pray that. Yeah. If you feel weak in particular. Absolutely. If you feel weak, pray that. Yeah. Father of glory. Oh, the riches of your glory. Now come and strengthen me with divine might. Come, Holy Spirit. Just breathe on me that prayer that Paul prayed. I now pray for myself. Strengthen me with divine might through his spirit in your inner man. And I, the inner man, that, that's your, your core. It's deep inside. Yeah. And, I mean, I could have external influences, but when it's internal, that's when it's conviction. That's when it's set inside. Yeah. And I, so I love that imagery even. That, he may do, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, mm-hmm. that you being rooted and grounded in love. Yeah. And so this is a prayer that I believe Paul prayed specifically for the church at Ephesus. But again, we pray for ourselves mm-hmm. that the very foundation of our lives would be rooted and grounded in divine love. Yeah. So that there's, you so know, we're unshakable. We're, unshakable. we're confident. So, like it. the importance of a foundation, yeah. the solid foundation. So if you don't have a foundation, you don't have a life. Right. I mean, you have a life, but it's going to crumble. And so um, that he might dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. And so I love this prayer because it speaks to the importance of foundation. So rooted and grounded, it's that tree, that, that a typhoon that's in the water. So what is it, a hurricane? Mm-hmm. Cannot uproot what has been built in my life. Mm-hmm. And this is so if, the storms of life come, but you're staying steady. Uh, I'm 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 rooted. Yeah. I, I can't be ripped up. Yeah. Because I have found my home in my eternal family. And so this is just the power of being 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 solidified in divine love. And yeah. I'm telling you that this is a lifelong prayer. Right. It's not just something you pray once. Yeah. Um, and it's God's desire again. I mean, I know I say this all the time, but th- it, this prayer is in the Bible because God is going to answer it and he wants us to pray it. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, I feel selfish asking to know more of the love of God. I'm like, it's the wisdom of God that we know the love of absolutely. God. Absolutely. It would be, it's goofy for me to be insecure in your affection. It would be like, you're my wife. Of course, you're meant to know how much I love you. And so I think we don't even fully grasp that it's essential to a foundation of a relationship to have that safety of love and trust and security. And to me, this is what that prayer is doing, setting the foundation of our life. We're rooted and grounded 
unshakable in the affection of Jesus. And when I read this, it's often what comes to my mind going off of that is perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. So every area of my inner man has been been permeated with yes. the love of Christ yes. and my insecurities have been challenged. Yes. My fears have been challenged. And that's where the full, you know, um, next phrase that you'll be able to comprehend with all the saints, what is the width, length, and depth, and height. And so I think those four words Paul has given us so that we can understand the, the magnitude. Yeah of what is divine love that we would enter into it. Yes, and, and just to make it practical, comprehend with all the saints that I, Jennifer Roberts, would comprehend the love of God like King David did. Yes. Like Mary of Bethany did. You know what I mean? Like the, the people, the heroes of the faith, those that are great, that we feel like they got it. Yep. That at, it's at that level, that there's no super saints that all of us would comprehend. It's yes. not just for a select few to have a corner on the market on the love of God. It's for all the saints. And I think in the context of that, um, to know the love of God, Christ, which passes knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> knowledge in my mind in this, in this particular instance, it's that human knowledge. Uh -huh. And so, as you're praying this over yourself, as you're praying this for your family, your friends, you're praying, Holy Spirit, that which is not normal to our understanding, to our experience, immerse us in this love. Yes. And that's the invitation of the Holy Spirit, I believe, to take us deeper into the love of Christ. It's an invitation for a supernatural experience yes, in amen. his affection. Amen. Not born of our own reasoning, yes. not our deduction, yep. but that which is truly supernatural given by the Spirit. And that's not this airy-fairy thing. This is right here in the yes. Word of God. Amen. Beyond our comprehension. Beyond what we can... You know, ask, that this it's human coming. frame taps into the divine God who is infinite in all his ways. Let I want to touch that. Amen. So, and that you so may good. be filled with all the fullness of God. That is just like a what? That's just to me a crazy, crazy, crazy statement. The yeah. fullness of God who fills us all. And so, um, to me, with the fullness of God that you would be filled. So it is this infilling, this this God revealing unto you who he is. Yeah. And so I, I've kind of deduced from this a little bit that for you to go in to the deeper mysteries of God, the truths of God, his personality, his his leadership, these aspects of who he is, for you to go deeper into that, it's almost the best way to do it is to go through the channel of, first of all, being touched by his divine love. Absolutely. Now, I, I got to mention the fear of the Lord is essential in yeah. the context of developing a healthy perspective on God. Yeah, that's but, true. But this will launch you into, I think, eternal mysteries that yeah. kings have longed to peer into. Yeah. And I am just a simple man with, with not much, but I can go into the mysteries of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, something you, you didn't hit that if you don't mind me, Dwayne, going Can you back, say it a little bit louder? Well, a way you messed up, that's, you know, <laughs> read between the lines. Um, the, 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 the height, the width, the depth, the length of the love of Christ. 
I, you know, we, we're familiar with that phrasing. It's very poetic, but I believe it's to display the vastness, the inexhaustibility of the love of Christ. And if you think of an ocean, you know, you look at an ocean, it's overwhelming. It's like, what? It goes, you can't see the end of it. And I think of the love of Christ like that. You can't swim across it. You can't get to the bottom of it. And I, I think it's meant for us to be, it, we're meant to explore in the love of Christ, to search it out, to seek it out, to try to discover that which fully can't be discovered. And even in a billion years, we're still going to be discovering more of the love of Christ or the love of God because God is love. He's infinite. He's the God who was and is and is to come, had no beginning, had no end. No one created him. Yes. And this is displaying how great it is. And even by putting a boundary line on it, because our minds are finite, we can't fully grasp it. Right. And this is helping us know how big it is yet the the boundary lines laid out in this prayer to to shape the parameters of it are are there to actually blow our minds yeah amen. To, to point to it it's inexhaustible amen, amen. which is powerful powerful that w that we have that invitation to dive in to love at that level yeah and then the next phrase now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask or think according to the power which works in us. Mm -hmm. So the, according to the power which works in us is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, praise so God. So the unlimited resource of the Holy Spirit that works within us. And so now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Yeah. Another version says, um, or imagine. So, so it's just, what? So, so Paul is saying now to him, yeah. there's, there's now to God yes. who can do even more than we can ask or think. Yeah. And so instead of doing two prayer, three prayers, let's yeah. just do two prayers. Yeah. But I want you to, um, just talk about mm -hmm. you were praying this yeah. in Brazil, and I sensed the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Good, Dwayne. You're, you're so insightful. No, share about that yeah. experience. Um, I was meditating on this verse, <clears throat> and I was thinking about, wow, the God who can do more than I ask, think, or imagine. And I put the imagine in there because it was written in another version, so I, I just added that. So um, like combining versions in, in the prayer. So I'm just thinking about, God, you're the God that can do more than I ask, think, or imagine. And I, I was saying, show me who you are. What do you like? And he, he spoke to me. He says, you don't even believe for what you ask for. And I'm beyond what you can even ask for. And what were you praying specifically for? Um, I can't remember. Well, I was, I was thinking about just the greatness of God in that way, but I was specifically praying for a house. Okay, that's right. For us. Because we had had a promise of, a, the Lord's promised us a house. Yeah, he had yeah. promised us a house. and um, This was in Brazil. Yeah, super yeah. long story. We won't go into it. But um, so I was thinking about, wow, God, you're able to do crazy things. You know, the, that you're beyond what we can ask, think, or imagine. And he confronted me. 
you don't even believe for what you ask for. How mm. can I even do what you can't even imagine, mm. you know, beyond your imagination? And I mean, I was just arrested in his presence, so to speak, just sitting there feeling the weight of his greatness and my limitation and my limitation in my understanding of who he was yeah. as it related to that promise for us yeah. specifically. And so and just let me just, yeah. I just love this because she's, she's praying the word of God. She's meditating in the word of God mm-hmm. around a specific need, but even in that. Yeah. And I love that the Lord came and confronted you while you're praying the word. Yeah, yeah. Use and the word to confront me. Absolutely. And I think that's the power of what we're even talking yes, about today. Yes. And that takes it out of a subjective, did I hear God? Totally. He spoke the word of God Absolutely. to me as I was praying the word of God. It's excellent. And I think that's super helpful. And so it was just a very confronting time for me in that moment i don't know what else you want me to say well it's just um i just saw i was pacing in the prayer room i think it was a friday night in a prayer Uh, room or something in brazil Brazil, and i saw and so i just went and prayed for her and the spirit of god hit her in a way that's maybe happened 10 times in your life and literally starts she starts vibrating on the floor yeah to the like falls out of her chair and and she's not doing it she's actually embarrassed by it yes i'm not doing it right i'm just standing watching what's happening and so chloe and our friend laura are moving chairs because they don't want me to hit my head and so (laughs) i'm just watching though how in a in a prayer time of the word of god Mm -hmm. the holy spirit hits her and it was confrontational. Yes. It was correcting. He was shaking me the, in my unbelief. In your unbelief, in the doubt. Yes. And and so that's where I think just using this as an example of the word of God is meant to guide, encourage, correct. Yes. And so when we pray the word, it actually does all of those things. Yeah. It convicts. It speaks loudly in our inner man. Mm-hmm. It speaks loud the word of God. Yeah. And that's where I just want us to, I want to, like going back to Psalm 1, blessed is he who medit- whose delight is yeah. in the word of yes. God. And in the word of God, this is where he feeds himself. This is where he um, strengthens himself. And so just our podcast today was just around the centrality of praying the Bible. Yeah. And the centrality of just allowing the word to touch you, mm-hmm. and there's um, you know, there's tons of resources. Jen, would you would you highlight the book today? Yeah, funny you should ask, Twain. I'm, um, I think I'm sponsored. Yeah, by Twinings today, right? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Chloe, could you tag them? Let them know they're our sponsor. And then I would like to thank uh, San Pellegrino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. So this book is called Gleanings from Paul, The Prayers of the Apostles by Arthur W. Pink. I don't know how this works. A.W. Pink, yeah. And this this book is amazing. So there are prayers in the Bible that are called the apostolic prayers. Mm -hmm. And we we use those a lot at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. I I use them. But we use them in the upper room. Denver prayer room. We use them them in Brazil. And so it's not an IHOP. Um, oh gosh, owned no. thing. No, it's, it's, it's everybody used them. It's yeah, it is what it is. But this book is helpful because it breaks down the prayers. Yeah, and 
and so as you're as you're beginning to pray prayers from the Bible, and the, the easiest ones to connect to, in my opinion, are the apostolic prayers, then this gives insight into the prayers and helps you dissect them and understand what's being prayed and how to pray it. And it's an excellent resource, I think. Yes. So go ahead, say the title again. Um, it's it's gleanings from Paul prayers the prayers of the apostle by A W Arthur W Pink A W Pink. So highly recommend that book. And so uh, hey guys, thanks for thanks for hanging out. Thanks for following. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please share it with an amigo, with a friend. That's good, Dwayne. Uh, multi- and and I'm, if you're I'm a multi- dog lover. I'm multilingual. Right? If you're a dog lover, um, thank Serious, you. Seriously consider getting a dog. Oh, yeah. And doing a podcast with a, with a dog that starved for attention right there in the room. It's ideal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, uh, click, link, subscribe to um, our different areas, ways of getting connected. But uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, we're going to be interviewing the new president in November. So please, uh, please check in. (laughs) All right. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. See you guys next time. Ciao, ciao.